Well, we're going to read from Luke 2, through 40. And if you'd like to follow along in your Bible, it's probably a good idea. But if not, I'd like you to pay attention to the whole scene. Make sure you get the scene in your eyes, and your head, and your mind's eye. Listen for the law and watch for the Spirit. So Luke 2, through 40, hear the Word of God. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for the revelation of the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There is also a prophet Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher, and she was of great age, having lived with her husband for seven years after her marriage and then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At the moment, she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth, and the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The word of the Lord. The Gospel writer Luke, the Gospel writer Luke is ever mindful of the times in which we live, writing in the days of King Herod of Judea, writing in those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus, writing when the time came according to the law of Moses, time orders us around. The Christmas tree drops its needles. The time is coming to drag that thing to the curb. And it's about 30 minutes to kick off. You better get to the game. It's 12 hours before you can celebrate the new year, or as we say in the liturgical calendar, it's 12 hours before your annual donations to the church office will be refused. You know, The point is, 
time orders us around. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste. And in these days, we're scrambling around for this, that, and the other thing. In those days, Joseph traveled from Nazareth and Galilee to the city of David called Bethlehem. In these days, have you got your travel plans for spring break? Come on. In those days, the shepherds said to one another, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing. In these days, let us go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Time orders us around. What is time telling you these days? Is it time for you to buy or sell? Is time telling you that your best days are before you or are they behind you? Is it time to worry? Is it time to fear? Is it time to have those January blahs? Or do you take your orders from another source? You remember reading about Simeon? Did, did you like him? <laughs> I like him. He doesn't seem to be flustered by time. Maybe it's because he's a righteous man, a devout man, which means he himself is not the center of his life. Mind-blowing to, to think outside of oneself. I don't know about you, but I don't tend to do that. I, I think about myself a lot. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I've got things to do. I've, 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 I've. But on occasion, on occasion, I'm, I, I'm able to think of myself as not at the center of the universe. I remember dangling my legs off, well, off the edge of the Grand Canyon. I, I was sitting there on a rock, a rock that was 520 million years old, looking down at the bottom of the canyon where a rock said to me at the bottom, I'm 1.8 billion years old. I was 53 at the time, which is nothing. My life is not even the depth of a sand, piece of sand in that great, great canyon. It kind of hurts the ego just a little bit to think, I'm not, I'm not small. This, this past summer, uh, I, was, I was in the mountains of British Columbia off the grid, and there the sun sets, and then night, and there they make these little things called stars. <laughs> and, and what a star is, it's a little point of light. How should I describe it? Twinkle, twinkle, little star. They're like, like diamonds, diamonds. There are about a thousand of them. Oh, maybe more than a thousand there in the night sky. And, and those stars, they're a thousand light years away. It's humbling. A thousand light, I'm 60 years old. It's nothing to a thousand light years, nothing. It's so, 
baby. It's humbling. I couldn't wait to get back to civilization where all the light is focused on me. <laughs> and you. Simeon was a righteous man. He was a devout man, always dangling his legs into the depths and vastness of the Almighty. Simeon was always looking up when I consider the, your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars. Who am I? Who are we? That you're mindful of us, that you should care about us. Simeon can look at the big and be humbled that he's so small, but so small, but so, so loved. Simeon didn't take his direction from babbling emperors of the day. Simeon didn't take his direction from what his old creaking bones were saying. Simeon didn't take his directions from the tick, 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 tick of time. He settled into heavenly peace. Holy night, all is calm, all is bright. And I so love the translation. Luke writes, the Holy Spirit rested upon him. <laughs> I love the thought of that, that the always going, always pushing, always persuading Holy Spirit needed to catch its breath, and of all the places it could, it could, it could rest, was on Simeon. There on the shoulder, the Spirit whispers in Simeon's ear that he would not die before, before what? He would not die before he made his first million? No. Would not die before he walked his daughter down the aisle? No. Before he retired? No. Something bigger, something bigger, bigger, bigger. Before he was the one to see the one who is and is to come, the was, the is, the is to come, the reconciler of all things, the one who redeems. Simeon is not over control over his, over his life. He doesn't have control over his life. He's, he's guided by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit guides him into the temple one day, guides him to see Jesus. And he knows. He knows out of a boatload of babies in the world, he sees this one as the anointed one. It's kind of like when we baptize babies. I don't know how many babies I've baptized in my life, a bunch. But what a gift it is to hold a little human being in your arms. Such mysteries. There's such mysteries. And when I baptize the baby, I don't know what that baby's going to be when they grow up. Do you? Unless, unless we know what they're going to be. Unless the Spirit is telling us something, like a dove descending and resting on us. 
This is my child. This is my beloved. In whom I am well pleased. Unless the Spirit is whispering us, here's hope. Here's the one I love. Here's the peacemaker. Here's the humble one. Here is the eternal. Here is light. They say that even when a star dies, the light keeps on going. Forever and ever, keeps on going, just bouncing around, bouncing around, universes upon universes. Just keeps on going. It's true. It's true about light. It's eternal. There is on the frozen tundra of Iowa a granite slab that has my parents' birth dates and death dates on it. But what I still see is light and love. That just keeps going. It just keeps going. There is on the wall, outside, on the wall, names and dates. Birth dates, death dates. But I look at the names, and I see light still bouncing around. Bouncing around. There's one that says, it doesn't cost a penny to be nice. That's a name. That's what she said. It doesn't cost a penny to be nice. You can say that, and that's true forever and ever. It's light. There on the plaque is an April day hanging the door in a habitat house, hanging on all the goodness. It's there in the name. There in the name is a cup of living water. I can still see her face. There in the name is a smile afforded and embrace, grace upon grace. Oh, you don't remember the dates. You see the names. They're more than names. They're light. And light never dies. They are light. You are light. We are light. My eyes have seen your salvation. And Mary, the light will be opposed. A sword will pierce your heart because... Mary, light exposes truth. And truth will make some run for the shadows. 
light, it doesn't stop at the borders. You have to love the whole world. And a lot of people don't like that. Mary, light makes you see that mercy can bathe the mistake. And people don't like that. They like to hold on to bitterness and make people pay. People would rather knit together lies to cover up for truth. And people will choose to believe the lies because they're easier to believe than the truth. They'll stab it, the truth. They'll kill it, the truth. They'll bury it, the truth. That's just what they do. Mary, I'm telling you, it will pierce your soul. It's so sad. But Mary, you don't have to hide the light. And you don't have to protect the light. And Mary, you don't have to save the light. For the light saves you. The light saves you. So it's time to catch your breath. Peace. For the sun always rises. And God is up to something that lasts and lasts and lasts. God is up to something good in the world. It's the time, and it's in you.